Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back. What? <laughs> I have my drink in my hand. Okay. To the Friends You Can Keep podcast. Um, we were not here last week, obviously, because... Literally. Though I had all in... Well, literally, we were not here where we currently are sitting. Um, but we were also not here as a show. Because while I had all intentions of recording... Uh, with my cousin and his wife again, and my other cousin, that did not happen. Um, through no one's fault, it just didn't happen. But we're back. We were once again in Walt Disney World. For well, we were there for a week. We were at my cousin's house for two days. Two days, yeah. We were gone for ten. We were gone for ten total. Yes a long time it was a long time um i mean not bad long but no once and it was, you get home you realize how long it was well and we drove which is about roughly a 15 hour drive if you don't stop from here to yeah if you're if it's non-stop from here to disney world is a 15 hour drive um we stopped in south carolina and then went to florida the next day and then on the way home we stopped in south carolina and came home the next day. But, uh, yeah, it was a long drive. Realized when we got back that we had laundry from before we left. Laundry from the entire time we were there. It's it's too much. It's too much. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, but I had fun. Yeah, I had fun. I had a good time. We rode... So new for us, because they're not really brand new rides. Well, they're the newest, though. They're the newest, but they're not really brand new for... Well, they're brand new for us. I don't know how long they've actually neither, been there. Neither one of them were open last time we were there. No, two years ago they were not there. But I think within... I think it's been a year. For Guardians, definitely, but maybe not Tron. But yeah, we rode um, Tron Light Cycle Run and Cosmic Rewind. I think <laughs> Cosmic Rewind might be my favorite ride. I think it's the worst ride I've ever been in on. In Walt Disney World? Not not, not the ride's fault, though. If there's nothing wrong with the ride. I hated it. Yeah. But there's nothing... It's not to say it's a bad ride. It's not. I just did not like it. Well, you couldn't handle it. It was the issue. It was too fast and too spinny and Yeah, too the much. kind the kind of person and constitution that you have <sighs> is not... It's not for that ride. No. But me, personally, I think it might be my favorite ride. I would try it again, because I, I did not get sick. That was what I was worried about, and I did not feel sick. Yeah. I just still hated it, though. I did like Tron. I like Tron a lot. Tron was... And it was funny, because I went in, and maybe it was one of those things of, like... To use the example of, like, Uncut Gems was super hyped, and we went into it, and came out of the theater like didn't care for that. I mean, yeah. it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen, but it was yeah, not near yeah. as good as everybody made it out to be. I don't know if because my mom, while simultaneously saying how much she liked it, she kept saying like, "Oh, it's too fast. It's like rock and roller coaster. It's such a fast ride and it's so short yeah. that like I would never wait this long for it." Blah yeah, blah blah. Yeah. We rode it, and I'm like, it was fast, and it was a short ride. But it maybe because of that, it didn't feel it near as really, short yeah, to me. Yeah. It was longer. As I was expecting it to be. It yeah. felt like it was longer than Rock and Roller Coaster. 
which I don't know. It's not. It's it's not. It's like their shortest ride. Do it's we like know less that? than two minutes. Do we know that factually? Yeah. I'll look it up while we banter here. It's super short. But now, I think I liked it and didn't mind if it was long or short because I didn't wait in the line that you waited in. Length of Tron ride at Disney World. The intense portion of the ride is about one minute long. From the time you start moving until you get off, it's about two minutes. Yeah. I think and it's their shortest length ride. of Rock and Roller Coaster, which was closed this time around for refurbishment. One minute and 22 seconds. Whoa. The pre-show segment of this attraction lasts about two minutes. The duration <laughs> of the actual coaster is about one and a half. Wow. I thought so. That's maybe, their shortest ride. Maybe Rock and Roller Coaster feels a little bit longer because of, like, it's all the twists and turns. Like, Tron doesn't do much. Like, no. I remember getting off thinking, like, I enjoyed that ride, but... I liked it a lot. It was it was just a speedy train ride. And what absolutely well there was like some Well you have to think too, it is a carbon copy. A one hundred percent copy and paste of the ride in Japan. Okay. But I think that's kind of the point. Like they're not looking for thrill. I mean it's, it's They're looking cool. for thrill rides, but I don't it, think they're looking for as much pomp and circumstance as we are in america it's the same reason why and i said it when we were in line it's not necessarily only for fat people like they didn't take into consideration that americans as a whole weight height everything are larger than asian people so when you brought that ride to america and it was just the motorcycles fat people tall people they're all like, I don't fit in this fucking thing. Well, so they had to add the car in the back. And don't get me started on that bullshit because my cousin has to ride in the car in the back. For height. It's for more height. for height than anything. For height. But my complaint is they don't have that car on every single no. group of trains. Well, it's so that... So you get, off the, you get out of line after you've already waited for two hours. And then, oh, go stand along that wall until the next car comes up. The wall that you're standing along, there's a door there for employees. We but had to keep long, moving people. How long did you have to wait? For a car? Yeah. Probably at least another five minutes, if not longer than that. Oh, okay. Because we also got fucked because the group behind us, I forget what it was, but they sent the group, like, long after us did they get to the wall. They sent them first. Oh, there was a miscalculation of numbers so they got sent before you we're very sorry about that but you'll be on the next one. Oh, so then you had to wait again so they fucked up and miscounted which doesn't make sense to me number one you have two sides that have cars if you're well if you're at the wall so if you come down the ramp they either send you to the left or to the right oh, both uh-huh. sides have groups yeah. of bikes either this side should all have the car, the back seat. Yeah. And this side's all motorcycles. Or every single one of them should just always have the back seat. There's no reason you should I get to the end of that did. line and they go, oh, you have to wait here. Well, the point is... Because so that- it's like every other group has it. 
Yeah, because they don't. I heard them say to someone like, "Go in here, you, you will. There will be a light cycle for you." So, because they must have sent them in like the, the back one, and I don't know if someone said like, "Oh, we don't need the, like the special car." Well, I think they'll fill it. No. Yeah, I think it's. I think it doesn't. They, they won't force you to sit there. So, like, if I'm in line and that's the only seat available, they won't make me sit there. That's dumb. I mean, I get it, but you could choose to sit there. What, like I said, what they should do is, so if you're looking at the ramp, because I'm now, I'm now picturing it from I'm standing along the wall where you have to wait. This entire side should be the group of bikes with the seat on the back. How many people are using the seat? Like, not many? I think a lot. Because there was quite a few people waiting. There was at least two groups waiting ahead of us. Then at least two or three groups behind us that were waiting. Yeah, so then it should be. There's a lot of people that use it. And that's my point of, like... I think I might have needed And what's even dumber to me short. is... So we get up there. It's me, my mom, Connor, Bob, Deb, and was Lexi with us? Mm-hmm. And Lexi. So six people. All standing along that wall waiting. And what blows my mind is I understand that not every group has the back seat. But you're like, oh, six. Go stand along that wall. And then you're just watching. Like three people, four people, three people, four people, two people, four people, eight people. Like how in the world? And that's what happens in, oh, this group had to go ahead of you because we miscalculated. Of course you did. Because you send a group of eight along the wall, and then you're just continuing, like, yep, you go over here, you go yeah. over here, you go over here. Like, you're not taking into consideration the people standing behind you. Yeah. Which is why this whole side should be the motorcycles with the thing on the back. Or you should have one entire section of things that's just those seats. Yeah, but that... W- something. You need to figure something out, because that was a fucking disaster. Like, there's not a lot of shit I give Disney for a lot of, like ride things that was a clusterfuck that was the dumbest thing i think i've ever done on a disney ride no the dumbo thing is their worst well it's not the dumbo thing is very stupid but i understand the point of it yeah it was made by someone who doesn't have kids well the point of the playground is when you're there waiting two hours to ride fucking dumbo but you're not that you can just go in the playground and you're not standing in line. You're doing whatever. When we got in the playground, we waited quite a while. Ten minutes, if that. Because Tony was barely playing and then our buzzer went off. And I'm like, why did you dump us in here? I don't know. They just do it so you're not standing in line. But then, like, give me the opportunity to not go in there. Because now we're in here. You think my kid's going to want to leave? I get it. I, it's still not as dumb as what we had to do for Tron. What we had to do for Tron was very stupid. Yeah, we didn't... Because if we had the lightning lane, we just walked right in. Well, what was worse was... And it's one of those things of just, like... People don't think, and it bothers me when people don't think. And they don't listen to this, so I don't give a shit. But, like, we're standing there, and Connor's like, I don't know why they didn't let the rest of you go. Because you were in the front of the line, and they said, how many in your party? And you said six. If you wanted the rest of us to go, you should have said one, and I need the big seat. And they would have let the other five of us get on the next set of bikes. Yeah, but then he would have been standing there, and you would have had to wait no, for I'm him not, anyway. I'm not saying we would have had to, because that was other... He was pissed about that. So when you're in line, they make all the announcements about your shit has to go in lockers. Yeah. Well, they also tell you your shit has to go in lockers, but 
your hat, your glasses, whatever. There's a little compartment in the front of the bike. They, they can go in there. We get to the front of the thing. Bob and Deb and Lexi are putting their shit in a locker. Connor has his hat and I think his fanny pack and that's it. And the lady's like, you have to put that in a locker. And like points to his fanny pack. And he's like, why? Well, I thought they said there's a thing on the car. And they're like, no, sorry, you have to put it in the locker. He's like, all right, well, I don't have a band. Oh, well, your ticket should, whatever you use to get in the park should work. Well, I think he was using his phone. was not working. So then Why don't you just put it in with everyone else's? So then my mom, because we walked ahead. They stopped immediately and put it in a locker. We just kept going because he didn't think he had to. He was going to put it in the compartment oh, on the bike. Oh. So then my mom had to use her band to get him a locker. He unlocks it, puts his fanny pack in there, turns around. The lady's like, oh, you have to put your hat in there, too. And he's like, are you kidding me? And then she's like, well, I just don't want them to tell you when you get down there that you can't. That you have to come back up here and put it in a locker. So then they had to go back. Yeah, I mean, I, the we, locker was right there. We put all of our stuff in when we went in just because. Well, it's one of those things of, like, they're there for that purpose. But I understood his complaint of, like, why does the video say there is a compartment on the bike I think for, like, your glasses? I think I'm pretty sure in the video it says, like, for your hat, for your glasses, whatever. Like, small things or your phone can go in the compartment on the bike. Well, does the, the, the big seat not have... Oh, I'm sure it does. Well, even if it did, they didn't know that when you put it in a locker. Oh, that you were going to sit in the big seat? That he that he was going to yeah. sit in the... Well, I'm sure they could tell In the car seat. The you never know, because Bob's just as tall as he is. Lexi and Deb are all tall. They didn't need the back seat. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think they just tell you, period. Like, that. yes, there is a compartment in there, but I think it's more for your phone. Or, like, like if you, don't if wanna, you wear glasses and yeah. you need them to see... Yeah, but I think it's not for, like... And you're... My glasses definitely... And I think it's very... I think she is correct where it's very much like Hershey Park, where if you get... If you have it when you get to the front, they're going to be like, you got to walk the fuck back up Mm -hmm. there and put it in there because we are not taking responsibility for all your lost shit. it's not that. We don't want your shit falling off and hitting somebody. Well, that is also true, (laughs) but it's also... They don't want you to come back. That's... The other part of it is they don't want you to come back and complain, like... I the video it. told me I could do this, and I did it, and I lost all my shit. And they're like, well, we told you to put it in the fucking locker, so. Well, I don't know why they don't just, like, locker only. Everything has to go in a locker except for your glasses. I don't know. I don't understand why you don't put the lockers before you even get in line. Like, keep the thing for your phone. So you have your phone and your glasses on you, whatever. You can put those in the compartment. But, like, put the lockers here. Because what's really weird is... people who aren't on the ride are going to use the lockers. Not if you put it, like, up in the fucking ride queue. Because you got to walk up that hill. People still will. A free locker? They're using it. I don't think they would. They would be full. I don't think they would. Of random shit. Well, it's also probably, like... Because they, they would need so many more lockers. Or put right it now, they once you get need... into that queue. I don't know. It's just, well, they have a ton of lockers. Tons of lockers that were not being used when we were on that ride. And we waited like two fucking hours to get on that ride. Not quite that long. You waited about an hour. It felt like forever. You waited about... We waited longer for Guardians. I know we did. It was not worth it. It I was. was very annoyed that it was that long. It was worth <laughs> it. it was I don't long. mind waiting in line, but that one I was like, I don't... I don't well, because want... you didn't like it. 
I don't even want to be on this ride. Because you didn't like it. The weight the weight we did for Guardians is more worth it than the weight we did for Tron. And I loved both those rides. Well, it's because you wait an hour and then your ride is two minutes long. That's On what? Tron. That's the that's everyone's complaint is I wait in line for so long for yeah, but my ride point is like I would probably wait as long as we did for Tron again. But comparatively Well, Guardians was long as shit. To your yeah. argument that ride was so Let's long. see how long Guardians is. Because I kept thinking, like, me. this is too much. I loved it. And it was so... What blew my mind was how smooth it was. Yeah. Both of them. Because I'm so used to Disney coasters that are fucking, like, super jerky. They say rock and roller coaster is getting, like, And you hear it bad. go up. You hear it go up a hill. You hear it go down a hill. Like, when you're in Snow White, when you're well, in Big Thunder Mountain. They're not wooden. Yeah, they are. Disney World does not have a single wooden roller coaster. Well, they make that. It clink. might have a wooden motif thing on it to make it look like it's wooden, but, but they they're clink. all metal. They clink like a wooden roller coaster. No, they clink because it's the gears dragging you up the hill, <laughs> and they put them inside of a mountain, and it's loud as shit, and just echoes through there, and it's very annoying. Um, Cosmic Rewind. I don't care about. It's got to be like three or four minutes. How long is Cosmic Rewind? Three minutes. The whole onboard ride experience takes just under three minutes. Jeez. That potentially gives Guardians an hourly capacity of around 2,000 riders per hour, if everything goes right. Which I can guarantee it's never all going right. (laughs) It is one of the most thrilling rides at Walt Disney World. It's a step above Space Mountain, but not as intense as Rock and Roller Coaster. That's not true. That is not true. That's what that article said. It's not true. I'm just telling you what the article said. I'm just telling you, all the reviews of that ride were like, if you're prone to motion sickness, you might want to avoid this ride or take Dramamine. There are three rides in that park well, I that think, have that disclaimer. But I think we're what we were just talking about is why it's not considered as intense. Because Rock and Roller Coaster is jerky. What also flips. You do You do go through a loop, but it's also jerky. Whereas Rock and or Guardians, yes, you spin, but like all the dips and all the shit you're doing is very it's too, smooth oh and my fluid. God. It's and it is insanely fast. I'm not I mean, saying I you're even, in. I'm, I'm not saying you're incorrect. The first time we rode it, when I got off, I was dizzy. Like walking out of the building, I think I it, could feel it in my legs. Like I was just I fucking spinning in circles and shit. Probably because I didn't feel your equilibrium was all fucked up. I didn't feel sick. Neither did I. And, I mean, I would. If any of us were going to get sick on that ride, it would have been me. But I loved it. Because I can't even do Star Tours. But it's not, th- I guess because it's not 3D. I loved that ride. I loved Tron. I was really nervous that it was going to be more screen. Than I was very nervous getting on Tron. Why? Because. Did you think you weren't going to fit in the seat? No, I knew I was going to fit in the seat. Because not that, I mean, I can deal with it. Oh, did you think there was going to be a drop? No, I didn't think there was going to be a drop. It was the... So when you're in... For those of you that have not ridden it, when you're in the queue, at one point, you come over a bridge where the bikes launch. Yeah. And when you're on that bridge, it looks like you fucking take off. You do take off fast, but I think it looks faster. Yeah, it's the same with Rock and Roller Coaster. Like, it doesn't feel as fast when you're in it. No, Rock and Roller Coaster feels fast as shit when you're in it. 59, isn't it? But I think that feels fast because you're sitting like this. And you're going straight. So when you go straight, straight, you're getting forced backwards. 
Whereas on Tron, you're like this. So you're not getting yeah. like forced no. this way. So you don't really feel you it as much. You feel it like over your head. But when you're seeing it, it looks a lot more intense than when you're actually in it. And like I said, not that it it wasn't going to deter me from riding it. But like I was standing on that bridge and I'm like, holy shit, this looks... And that's the picture of my mom and I. My face looks the way it does because I am literally saying, holy shit. Because I wasn't expecting how fast Tron was. I forgot to add because I don't... I won't do like a drop. Yeah. And we're strapped in the car. Yeah. And I turned to Shannon like... Does this drop? It and does, she, but not. And she, was, I think she said no or whatever. But then, like, we did start to go up. I'm like, oh my god, I don't. I think she misunderstood my question. I forget how you drop though. It's just, it's just little. Yeah, it's not a huge thing. No. Like you're not doing um. It's not steel force. It's just like a little. What's the one I rode? Um. Nitro. Can- oh, candymonium. No. Woo! That shit was intense. No. I have never ridden a roller coaster like that before. I mean, I don't regret it. I would probably do it again. But I have, and I will never I've do never it again. ridden one like that, and it was an experience. Um, I went on the... It's not the big one anymore, but I went on the big one at Six Flags. Well, I'm pretty sure Candy, Candymonium is bigger than Steel Force. Oh, prop... Mm-hmm. I think we looked it up. I think it is. It's a different kind of drop. It is a different because kind of drop, Steel but I think... Steel Force is that, like, free fall because it comes out... No, that's not Steel Force. Yeah. No, Steel Force is a hill. Yeah, it goes up, but when it comes down, no. it goes back on itself a little bit. Because no. the drop is... Steel Force does not do that. Yes, it does. It does not. But it has... Do you want to look a picture of it? You're yeah. thinking of Candymonium. No, I'm not. No, you're thinking of that scary one that you're no. on. No. Candymonium looks like it, when you're on it, it, it feels like you're going straight down. Yeah, so Steel Force. No. Because that was its whole thing. Steel Force. Images. It's like a G-Force... A, uh, something. I don't want your fucking front view. Give me the side view. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Is that the down or is that the up? It goes up like this, and then when it comes down, not a lot, but it makes like a weird shape. Like it comes out a little before it goes down. Because it's not. It's not like that one at Hershey Park where it goes like up and over the hill and straight back down. But like no, you go into a curve. On Steel Force? No, you don't. You go straight back down and up another hill. Mm, no. It's two hills. So there's this bit here. You're going up that bit. Yeah. and then That's it- where you come down, and it goes to a curve this way, and you go into that tunnel. There is no... At That's no, the second thing. At no point does that come back. But it doesn't... Do you see how it doesn't go... It's not straight, and it's not No, curved. but it also doesn't come into itself. But it goes like... That wasn't a thing when Steel Force was open. It goes like this. It doesn't go like... No, it goes like this. Yes, it does. Because the tunnel is over here. There's definitely two hills. You're coming at like a curl. Well, there's tons of hills right there at the bottom. No, at the end. That's at the end. Well, watch a POV when we're done recording. (laughs) Oh, this picture. This is the picture you're talking about. Yeah. There's there's the two hills. It's two hills. But do you see how they're different from, like, a regular roller coaster? I see what you're talking about, but you're and still... And there's something about, like, when... I don't when, think you're still correct. When I think Steel you're... Force opened, there was something about the way that the track goes. I think as you come down and you go at, like, a slight turn... No, it has something to do with the angle. Because there's coming down. 
Yeah, but it's like... That's not near as severe as you're illustrating with your arm. No, it's not like this. But it's not... Because what you're illustrating did not exist when Steel Force was... But, like, all the other roller coasters come down at more of an angle, I feel like. I think I could ride Steel Force if we ever went back to Thorny Park. <laughs> you can ride that one by yourself. I rode it once, and I would never go on It's not even fun. I've never ridden it. It's not fun. I've never ridden it because, well, Jacob, my mom, did. I never did because of Alien Encounter. But It depends on... I don't like drops in a roller coaster. Yeah. So, like, that's all that ride. It's just, wee. Wee, and then I think goes around, and then it goes bloop, 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 and then it's yeah, done. It's, it's up and down, up and down. You come through. Well, you go up, down, up, down through that tunnel, do a U turn, and then the other side of it is just yeah, the little not, like caterpillar looking thing. I prefer like the corks, like a great bear, or like yeah, the corkscrews and the no drop. Or uh, um, what's the other one? What's the red one? The sidewinder. Well, that's... Is that the red one? Yeah. By the barbecue place? Yeah. Where it looks like you're going to hit the fucking ground? That's just a train. That's just a runaway train. You're a runaway train. Um, that's literally all it is. But yeah, so if you're going to Disney World in the near future, I highly suggest a um, virtual queue at, not 7 that hard to get. at 7 a.m. for Guardians of the Galaxy and Tron. Well, that was also January. Other times of the year, they're probably very hard to get. I mean, but I we also I was on right at. That's what I mean. We're, we were on right at seven a.m. I did. Whatever. <laughs> Only one person has to do it anyway. Only so one person can. We didn't both need to be on there. Um. But I I would imagine you have to be on right away. I don't think there's anything else really memorable to talk about on the trip. I'm trying to like just scan through my brain quick if there was anything else that we because nothing else we did was new. No, Tony went on Pirates of the Caribbean. Tony went on stuff. Our kids enjoyed it. And the Haunted Mansion. We did a lot of pool stuff. Um, Watched a girl pee in a shopping bag on the boat. Well, a child. not Yeah, a child. Her, two, her mother and her f- mom's friend made her pee in a shopping bag on the boat back from Disney Springs to Saratoga Springs. Um, I think that was about it. I was going to take that survey that they sent me, and the, it was just for Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I told you that and was... And I, I did it late. I was too late to do it. I mean, I, I, didn't, I wouldn't have done it anyways, because we didn't do anything in Animal Kingdom. Well, no, I started it, and then it, it was, like, a lot of, like, in-depth... Like, it wanted me to make comments. Like yeah. Every, and I'm like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. So I didn't do it. I should have done it and just said, like, what's your overall opinion? And been like, Avatar was the biggest waste of money people <laughs> ever did. This is the stupidest part of any of the parks I've been in. But it keeps everyone out of the rest of Animal Kingdom because that's where everyone yeah. goes. Yeah, go stand in your four-hour long line for those dumb fucking I don't Avatar think rides. Not long anymore. The one is the boat ride's not. No, the boat. Well, I think they're like an hour. The boat ride isn't, and if it is, it's just because people love Avatar so much, they have to go. Well, and it's it's the same reason there's throw a line themselves for at James Cameron. Pirates of the Caribbean, and yeah, it's because it's something to do. Um. But yeah, so that was fun. Speaking of Disney things, I wrote this in my notes a while ago. Tony is now watching uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers because I got kind of tired of watching Kiff 
and Big City Greens and Phineas and Ferb over and over and over and over and over again. Really, it was just Kiff and Big City Greens. Well, it's just Big City Green. Yeah. He's he's coming back on Kiff. Phineas and Ferb is at every now and then, but he's like, he always wants to have Big City Greens. And I've gotten to the point where if I just put on, because I did, we organically started watching Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. I didn't force him into it. And he's into it. He sings the theme song. He also likes DuckTales. But, like, well, the, he'll mean, ask for Big City Green. There's nothing I not will, to like. I will put on Chip and Dale. He will scream for the first 30 seconds as it's coming on. Like, I don't want to watch this. Yeah. And the second the theme song starts playing, he's silent and into it. I'm like, of course you are. But I thought of it watching that show. I think, I forget what episode it was specifically. I think that show, and they do kind of joke about it in the movie that just came out. I think Chippendale Rescue Rangers was my first exposure to a drug addict on television. Because Monterey Jack, when it comes to cheese, is clearly a drug addict. Well, <laughs> like, it's just supposed to be... It's more that he's like an alcoholic. I, no, I think it's I don't really more, remember. If you watch it, I think it's but really more of, that he's a drug addict. A lot of shows did that. Cause, but they do joke about it in the new movie. I think he like goes to recovery for it. I I want to watch the movie again. Right. It was very funny. It was a very good movie. Um, it's one of those like. But whatever episode it was, ha, 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 this mouse is addicted to cheese. Ha, whatever ha, ha, episode ha, ha, ha. it was, we were watching it. And as an adult, because I loved that show as a kid, but like as a thirty-year-old man seeing it, I'm like. I think this might have been my first exposure to a drug addict on television. Well, I know kid whatever. No, they wouldn't. It's definitely, that's like an adult reference. It's definitely that. a thing when you watch it as an adult yeah. where you're like, holy shit, I yeah. think Monterey Jack is yeah. a drug addict. Yeah, we're like, they're not trying to push any sort of agenda. No, they're not trying to but like, there's it, never an episode where they have like an intervention yeah, for no, but Which like, I think they do in the movie. But the movie, but the movie for was adult. for adults. Yeah, not, kids could watch it, but like, yes. it's not... You're not going to get it. Well, that movie is very much the way I see a lot of cartoons now where, like, you could watch it with your kids, but there's a lot more references and stuff for the adults. Well, and I, it was... And I think it's be, I think it's done that way. I think it is more a movie for adults because, like... We were the kids that watched that, that show's show. not on anymore. Yeah. So it's yeah. for millennials who grew up watching Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah. So that's what right, the movie like you is. could show it to your kids and yeah. be like, "Oh, I watched the show as a kid." Like, it would be fine. Yeah, but like they're not going to catch. Um, what did he watch the other day? I forget what it was that I was going to say he was watching the other day. But yeah, I'm trying to get him into the old, older shit. We haven't started Tailspin yet, but we'll get there. I didn't watch. I mean, I did watch. Chippendale Rescue Rangers, but we didn't have the Disney Channel. So, like, a lot of it, I saw... It blows parts. my mind the other night when you said you did not grow up watching reruns of the Mickey Mouse Club. I've never watched the Mickey Mouse Club. That blows my mind. Like, I know about... The only reason I know those songs is from watching the show. The, the only, MIC? Well, the Who's the Leader of the Club It's Made for You and Me. Yeah, MIC, the whole op- That's the opening, though. Yeah, and the Now, and it's, the, time to say now it's Time to Say Goodbye to All Our Company. And I know, I because see, my mom used to say See you real soon. K-E-Y. We Why? F- because we like you. Not because we love you. Because we like you. Well, because I th- feel like it, it, at the time it may have been a, inappropriate. 
I think because at the time, saying I love you wasn't as big a thing as it is now. Yeah. No, that's not true because Sharon Lewis and Bram, their whole thing was skinny, I don't, rinky, dinky, dinky. I don't know who those I people are. I love you. I don't know who the those people are. Show. Not a clue. It was. I don't have a clue who those people are. You weren't born yet, and it was gone before you would have watched TV. Not a clue. But they said I love you. Okay. I love you in the morning and in the afternoon. I love you in the evening and underneath the moon. Okay. So that can't be it. Probably because it just sounded better. Keep learning. Elmo loves you. I know that much. Well, Sesame Street's probably always said it, but they're diff- They're in a whole different... Well, not always. Elmo didn't always exist. Elmo is newer than you think he is. Yeah, but I think the show... that I don't were... know what I watched today that was like... He started out as a background monster. <laughs> like, he was not the character he is. That's not what he started out as. No, but I think, like, my... And his voice was very different. I don't remember, honestly. He had, like, a deep Neanderthal, like, caveman voice, and he talked like that. And then it wasn't until... What's his name? Oh, the kitty guy? The black guy who did the voice. When he came along, he... That's when Elmo got, like, reinvented and became the Elmo we know today. I wonder what year that was. Balsamic vinegar? Because... I remember watching Sesame Street, but, like, I don't, like, there was no, there was I no have, Elmo. I am aware of the characters. I've always been aware of the characters. I have no recollection in my brain of ever watching Sesame Street. We probably did. Because I know, like, I know Big Bird. I know all of them. Like, I knew them before I was even, like, an adult. Like, I didn't stumble upon yeah, them one yeah. day. I'm like, who the fuck are these people? Well, and, like, like, if you were big into the Muppets, you would have known who they are. So, I do recall watching Muppet Babies and The Muppet Show. Like, reruns of that yeah. show. But, like, I don't have... I mean, even... I don't have vivid memories of watching The Muppet Show either. I have vivid memories of watching Muppet Babies. But... Like, I remember watching The Muppet Show. I don't have any recollection of watching Sesame Street. What was it on PBS? Yes. But I would have to imagine we did. What, did you watch other PBS? Like, did you watch Arthur? Yeah, we watched other shows on PBS. So I would have to imagine we also watched Sesame Street. I just don't have a recollection. Was Mr. Rogers on PBS? Yes. Mr. Rogers was on PBS. We watched Mr. Rogers. We watched Mr. Rogers. Um, That was a staple. We watched a lot of Arthur. But Arthur was also when I got older. Yeah, I was, like, at the point where I was, like, in between watching, like, kitty shows. When Arthur had... Because I watched it a little bit. Because we had, like, the computer game and stuff and all the books for Arthur. I think Arthur was really the beginning of that whole, like, we're really going to use... We're really going to use this show to try and teach kids. Because, like, Sesame Street does it, but not to the extent... Like, Sesame Street didn't have a computer game that was clearly education-based. Well, Sesame Street didn't have, like, learn-to-read books. Like, my first books or whatever. Like, I they think have... they were just starting to cash in on Arthur. No, I think Arthur was, like, the beginnings of that era where shows, be- like, those kind of little kid shows then also branched into, like, we can use this to make educate Because it wasn't, like, the game I had was not, like, a fun yeah, Come play the still, Arthur video you game. To buy it. Yeah. So it's just like, well, I'm not saying that, but I think like it wasn't. They found a way to. It wasn't just like Star Wars making that. action figures and like no, lunchboxes like that. Yeah. It was yeah. clearly things for education. They were because like, while I had fun playing the Arthur game, I do remember that it wasn't a game of like, oh, let me get home so I can play Arthur the video game. Like it was clearly like, 
It was teaching you how to count and numbers and write yeah. and all that kind of shit. It was like supplements to the show, sort of. Even though, like, there was another one I had that was like very I should, teachable. I should go back and look at like all find videos or something of all the old games I used to play because a lot of them were fun. One of them was this weird. The mascot was a rabbit, and reading I remember, rabbit. I don't think it was reading rabbit. He had a little. He had a little train. I don't remember what it was. I know you made food at one point. Oh, no. This was like an MS-DOS game. <laughs> well, not food, but like tickets came in. You worked at a restaurant and tickets came in and I forget what, like it was all educational. There was a thing with like bugs playing instruments. There was a carousel thing at one point. Like I'd have to look it up to find it because I don't have a clue what the fuck it was called. Your games came on CD-ROM, right? Correct. Yeah. And my games came on CD-ROM. Mine came on a floppy disk where it was literally <laughs> MS-DOS and the little C with the slash was flashing and you would type in Oregon Trail. And then Oregon Trail would come up. And there was a game with an osprey where, like, you were a fish in a lake. Reader Rabbit. That's the game I had, Reader Rabbit. I think. Reader Rabbit's the game I had, but on the floppy disk. Is this the game I'm thinking of? I need like I need pictures that aren't the fucking cover art. Let me see. That rabbit looks very Let me familiar. See it. Let me find it. I didn't have a, I don't I didn't have the CD though. Oh god, that's like long past the reading ra- reading rabbit that I had. First grade. Long past. I need like in game. Oh, this is definitely it. Because I remember that mouse. Where's that picture? Why would you have a picture there, like, related, and then when I click on it, that picture is not here? I don't need to look at all the CDs. I didn't go into the shopping section. I went into the images section. Yeah, this very crude... Yeah, mine was worse than that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, here he is. Here's the Let's Play... Let's Play Reader Rabbit Preschool. And you had, like, Shape Shack, Pattern Parade. You played these games. So, here's this the, is yours. Here's the games. Here's mine. Christ. Here's <laughs> the games. And you got keys. And then, like, you collected the keys, but you played the games. I think it also, like, the more keys you got, it colored in that carousel. And then you got different <laughs> carousels. This one is, like... A cassette tape? I don't even know. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I played the shit out of this game. So did I. Oh my god, and the disc was blue. Reader Rabbit. I forgot all about Reader Rabbit. I miss you, Reader Rabbit. There it is. Here's there's my the Yeah, this is the one I had. A blue C D ROM. <laughs> this where it's like the from, three From the learning. You could play the sorter, the labeler, or the word train or matchup games. From the, the, the learning, learning company. company. Now, what's a shame is, can I buy this on eBay? Sure. Do I have anything to fucking play it in? No. Because <laughs> I, I found an old computer game that I brought here and put it in this computer, and it was like, are you fucking stupid? There, I think there's something you can download, though. There's probably some sort of reader that you yeah, can download it, to read need, them. Because they yeah. wouldn't, people wouldn't continue buying them. They're not like collector's items. <laughs> No, but like they're not for sale by the manufacturer anymore. No, they're not. They're definitely. But there's de- long... you could go on a website where you could. I get could probably download an app. Some kind of decoder. There's probably a reader rabbit app. reader rabbit app, or there's probably just a reader rabbit website. 
Maybe not. There might not be, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, right, if they just converted. If they just moved along in technology, but... Um, Christ, how the fuck did we get here? Um, yeah. What else do I have in my notes? Oh, another fun thing that happened to us, uh, which we laughed about it very much, and I wrote it down because I wanted to share it on the show because I thought it was very funny. Um, last night we're sitting here, Oops. just watching TV. Oh. It's about... It was 8 o'clock. 8. No, it was about like 7.50 probably when the, the, we heard a nice knock on the door. And it wasn't. It was like a weird like... Yeah, but they didn't, they didn't do the shave or no hair. No, it wasn't. But it was, but it was like... It, it was like the melody to a song from Book of Mormon. Like it was a very much like... No, it was we- it was no, a weird. It was just... No, it was not. It was not. It was a weird knock because they did it on Kevin's door too. It was a very weird like. There was a pacing to it. Um, but so it wasn't I... like long. No, it wasn't it was that. Like three or four knocks. No, no, yeah, it, was it was more than that. No, it, was it was definitely more than that. It was, it was minimum not... six. No, it wasn't. I think it was like four, a pause, one, and then like one more. I don't think so. It was. It was definitely there was a song. There was some song that that kid knew and he was knocking to it. Um, Mormons don't know music. They know music. Um, but yeah, I answered I answered the door because why would Kelly answer the door? Um, exactly. Why would I answer For it? those of you watching the video, you can see we just have a big curtain with a fucking window behind it. We don't have a peephole like a normal door. Um, I mean, before we didn't have a curtain. When we bought the house. It was just a big window. So <laughs> we tried to frost it and it didn't work. No, it did not. But So we put a curtain there. And there's a knock on the door. It's 10 of 8 o'clock at night on a Friday. I thought it might have been the neighbor because he watched our cat when we weren't home. I thought it might have been my aunt because every now and then on her way home from work, she just stops in. Um, so I'm like, who the fuck is this? Because even when it's the two of them, I think, like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. Anytime anyone knocks on our door, I'm like, no. And I can't look through the window because they're always right there. They're either at the door, on the steps. Like, they're somewhere near... Where I'm like, either I can open this curtain and see you, and then I'm going to look like a giant asshole, because I'm just not going to open the door. I think I would have just taken looking like an asshole. Or I can just open the door. So I open the door, and it's two kids. One's got like a zip-up sweater on. I like mean, they're a quarter 18. Zip. They are 18. They're kids. One's got like a quarter zip sweater on, and the other one's got... I think he had a zip-up, but it was only like halfway. A white dress shirt, probably short sleeve, and a red tie and all they said to me was good evening we were wondering if you'd like to come to church on sunday and i said no thanks and they were like okay thank you have a good night god bless and they went to the neighbor's house and the knocked upside on his is door. they just left <laughs> but we were laughing so hard so i stood at the door and waited to see if kevin answered and what he was going to say to him i don't think they ever came to the door well, no, I didn't. I heard them there. I don't know if when they got to the door, they were already gone. Maybe they have a ring. That they, like, peaked. I don't know. They Maybe that's what we need to get. We need a ring so we can see who's not I mean, we definitely door. do need to get some sort of ring doorbell. I've said that for a while now, but... Not um, for security purposes, just to see when someone knocks on the door. Well, so that when I'm home in the afternoon on unemployment in the wintertime... When the fucking Verizon guy knocks, yeah, trying to sell me Verizon, it's like, no, dude, I'm in here with my fucking kids. Leave me alone. 
Because he does not just say, good evening, God bless. Uh He asks you, well, who do you have right now? What are you paying? Are you sure you don't want to switch? I'm fucking positive, dude. Get off my porch. We don't like it. Bye. Like, stop fucking soliciting here. Go somewhere else. It's so strange that, like, because this is a dead-end street. Other people in your area are switching. Are they? Are they? Because we haven't seen a single Verizon. The only thing we've seen Verizon is you soliciting this street. Yeah. So why is this street so hot for you? Who knows? Um, But that was funny. That happened. What else is in my notes? I was laughing so hard. I was like, you oh were. My, oh and my I'm really God. mad you didn't answer the door. Well, what? I wouldn't have said anything else. I mean, I might have asked what church. I'm sure you would have. <laughs> you would have. You would have had some sort of follow up question. You would not have done what I did, where it was just like, no thanks. And I'm like, okay, thanks. Good night. I think the knee jerk reaction would have been like, what church? Yeah, probably. And then they would have said, and then I would have said, I'm Catholic, and then they would have went, oh, bye. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it would have been more entertaining if you answered. Maybe they wouldn't have even talked to me. I don't know. Is your husband home? If they did that... Is the man of the house present? Oh, my God. If they did that, I would have been like, no. And I'm in the living room. There's no man of the house. I'm in the living room, and I would have heard it. I'd be like, I'm right here. I would have been like, I'm a lesbian. I'd have been like... I would have been off the love seat, and I would have heard, and in the faint back, I just heard, I'm over here. Um, no, I would have just been like, there is no man in the house. I'd be like, what do you need? <laughs> Car break down. He's dead. <laughs> this is the man of the house. Hope to send Rob into the door. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got this. Will that do? <laughs> oh, God. Um... Yeah, that was just funny enough that I thought we had to share it on the show. <laughs> I mean, I did text Dana immediately. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, you are never going to guess what, what just happened. other things do I have here? Um, the TED TV show I started watching. <laughs> it You you scoff. It is hilarious. It looks so dumb. It's so, you should watch it. Like, watch. I don't. I liked the first movie, but I don't remember caring for the second movie. I don't remember the second movie. I know Amanda Seyfried's in it. And I remember sues. I remember Mila Kunis is not in it. Mark Wahlberg does reprise his role. Mila Kunis is not in yeah. it. Yeah. Someone is trying to say that, like, Ted's not a person, so he sues. I think his employer fires him. And that... And he's, he gets married as well. No, with his marriage. Oh, yeah, they won't let him get married. They won't let him get married because he's not a person. He's a yeah. teddy bear. Yeah. And then Amanda Seyfried is his attorney. Yeah. And Morgan Freeman is her boss, is also an attorney. I don't <laughs> Forget, remember. He's don't, in the movie. I don't remember more than that. I remember it being like, okay. The I remember was- virtually nothing from that movie aside from the cast and, like, sprinklings of the plot. I remember the first one vividly because yeah. I love the first one. But then, like, when they made the second one, I'm like, okay. Like, it's still talking vulgar I do. Bear. I <laughs> do remember the second one not being as good. Because, like, the novelty of the of the movie No, I just gone. think it was... I think it was just a weird... I don't know. I think it was too much. I think the whole plot of, like... It got... It went too far. Going with a lawyer because you can't get married because you're not a per- like it was. A, I think it was just too much. Like the first one doesn't have a plot. <laughs> the plot of the first one is 
Mark Wahlberg as a child wishes his teddy bear to life. It comes to life. They're adults. Now there's some weird guy stalking them because he wants Ted. Oh, yeah. That ends up being the plot of the movie. And the subplot is his relationship with Mila Kunis. Yeah, and, like, barely. But, like, that's the plot of that movie. Whereas the second one tries to get, like, almost, like, a deeper narrative. And it's, like, this isn't, this doesn't work. Right. (laughs) Know your role. Um, but the series is, I, we should definitely watch the first episode. I don't want to. You should, because it is so funny. The parts I saw of the episode you have on, I'm like, I'm, this is for, like, prepubescent boys. No, it is not. So no, it is not. It is the, literally, it's Family Guy. The show is Family Guy. It's live action Family It might as well be. Because the opening of the show, so you know how they open Family Guy episodes with, like, a clearly... 80s 90s sitcom where like the camera pans down on the front of the house sure that's how like full house when they show you the outside of their house that's what all sitcoms did family matters is the same way like the opening shot of the show was just like here's the front of the house and then you go in the house to start the show ted opens with like just this and it looks it looks it's the same setup the windows on the top the windows on the bottom where the garage it is the exact same floor plan essentially of the house and family guy so i was just so weird like is that what this is did seth mcfarland just reboot family guy live action maybe um but it is i think it's hysterical i've laughed a lot and i'm like four episodes in i think it's very funny um I guess that's why Ted 2 is trending on HBO Max. Probably, because Ted the Show just came out. Unless it's new to HBO, I'm not sure. It may have just come to HBO Max, probably. Because I remember seeing it like, what's this? Yeah. Um, I remember watching the first one with my Aunt Janet and Uncle Ken, and I didn't want to. We had it, and I watched it, and I loved it. And then they came in for whatever holiday it was. And I forget why it came up, and they wanted to see it. And I'm like, I don't want to watch this with you. <laughs> but like, I, they made me, my mom made me put it on. And I forget why, like, I had to watch it with them. And I'm like, I don't want to watch this movie with you. <laughs> like, this is not a movie. No. There's other, what else? I've, there's other stuff that I've had to watch with, like, parents. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. Well, I watched American Pie with my grandma, so. That's horrible. I could not imagine doing that. She put it on on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I was probably Amazing. in high school. Top notch. She also called it apple pie. Which is not wrong. Is it? A, no, it's cherry. Is it a cherry pie? I don't know. I think it's a cherry pie. No, I think it's... I don't know. I don't remember. I think it's an apple pie. But I, I don't think it's apple. I think it's a cherry pie. But she called it apple pie. And my mom's like, there's no chance we were watching this. And we did. Top notch. That's that's amazing. I'm like, why are why is this still on? That's amazing. <laughs> the most awkward thing I feel like I've watched with my parents was probably Robin Williams live on Broadway, which is just stand up, but still not jokes that you think you're going to watch with your parents. Yeah. But Ted was definitely one I watched. And the only the only other thing I've done that in my mind it was not a big deal, but people told me after the fact, like the day after, that it was a big deal was my friend's sister. I forget how old she was. We watched Super Bad. She was not like a child, but like she wasn't. 
I feel like she wasn't technically old enough to have to be watching Superbad. It was rated R, so none of you were old enough to be watching it. We probably were. You were all over 17? Probably, no, definitely not. Then you were not old enough. I think I was over 13. Yeah, rated R is 17 and over. It's super bad. That movie is terrible. Not at that age, it wasn't. <laughs> this coming from a guy who likes Ted, so no, no shock. I mean, Ted is sweeping the nation right now, so Ted is getting rave reviews. I'm pretty sure it's got like a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Of course it does, because people love like... Oh, the first one was so good. It's just all these bros watching Ted. I don't think that's the case. I mean, I don't know. I don't really give a shit. I like Ted. I think it's a great show. It's very funny. I mean, clearly there had to have been an audience or they wouldn't have Ted is Ted is one of the few. There's a lot of comedies that we watch. Ted is one of the few shows that has made me laugh out loud. Well, it's probably also like... Like hard laughter. They're going with the easy humor, which is fine. That's fine. Um, people like that. Like people, they turn on a comedy so they can laugh. So if go for it. But yeah, I think I think Ted is a show people should be watching. Just my opinion. Um, well, maybe it's more for men. And clearly, less for women. clearly, just my opinion. But I think you would like it because you only saw ten minutes of one episode. That was enough. That you, what guy was annoying. The what guy? I don't know. The one in the tub, and then his brother. They were annoying. And his brother? What? I don't know who those people are. What are you talking about? The guy on the phone in the bathtub? Yeah. That guy was weird. The point of that was his mom invites her friend's son over to play with him because Ted went with the cousin to be her her DD. Well, then the guy gets there and it's like that 38-year-old man. The big twist, spoiler alert for, I think, episode four of Ted, the big twist at the end is, like, whatever time of night he answers the door and it's someone his age. Oh, I'm whatever the fuck her name was. I'm her son. My mom, I just got back from a party. My mom told me to come play with, like, whoever's kid here. So the big joke is that that 38-year-old man who just knocked on their door and the mom let in was not her son it was just some guy who offered him crack and then took a bath in their house and when he asked him like why do who just comes into someone's house and like takes a bath and he's like i i live every day like carpe diem young man like he just it's so stupid but it was so funny and he's on the phone with his dad in the tub like when he comes into the bathroom, the phone call is like, can you believe we're taking a bath at the same time? I assumed he was talking to a woman. Well, you think that, but then he says like, all right, dad, I'll talk to you later. And he's like, I love you. I love you. And he's like, oh, I didn't get him. And he hangs up the phone. It also takes place in 1993. So like, I don't know. That might also be why people love it. I don't know. I thought it was hysterical. People are... They're always, if it's got some sort of nostalgia, people are in. I thought it was hysterical, and I'm only four episodes in. I mean, just recounting it to you now made me laugh out loud. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, I think I'll. I think well, I'll there's a very it. much like. Because the, the other point of that episode, what him and Ted are doing, is they go up on the roof, and the kids that have shitty Halloween costumes on, they throw eggs at them. And at the end of the show. He has eggs. They're ostrich eggs, which is a whole weird subplot thing to explain that doesn't matter. 
But she, they're very late to get Ted back. Well, they take her professor's moped. So he's now in a basket with like, he's supposed to be an Ewok, but I think he may have a blanket on. So it looks, it looks like an E.T. costume. And he chucks one of the eggs at him and like says something about him being E.T. And then doesn't realize it's them. And they crash. And his cousin's just like, what the actual fuck? And Ted goes, is this what we've been doing to people? We were wrong, Johnny. We were wrong. It's so good. It reminded me very much of the scene in Ted, the movie, when him and Mark Wahlberg are chucking people, chucking shit at people on bikes or whatever on the sidewalk from that apartment, and they hit the guy on the bike, and he's like, "That's what you get for exercising." I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. He's either on a bike or running, and I forget what they're throwing at people. And they fucking hit the guy, and I think he falls. Off, I think it's a guy on a bike, and he falls off the bike. And then Ted just yells at him, "Like that's what you get for exercise." <laughs> it's so good. And Thunder Buddies for life. Well, I remember the Thunder Buddies. Fuck you, Thunder! You can suck my dick. You can't ever get me because you're is just this, is God's the, farts. <laughs> is that the one where someone farts at the restaurant? Yes, I'm your own business. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Him that. and Mila Kunis are at dinner and yeah. Mark Wahlberg farts and then it's the three businessmen behind them. They're just like mid-conversation. Why would you do this and then someone's us? like, oh my god! <laughs> Why would you do this to us? I'm here on business! <laughs> it's so good! But that movie, again, is Family Guy. It's the same humor well, of Family Guy. And that one, it, I think, too, the same with now. Like, that when that and what's funny out, is people weren't making they weren't doing that sort of comedy wasn't as comedy. What's anymore. funny is you're there are a few things in the show that are hitting the same beats because there's the scene in the movie where he's got the three hookers or four hookers in the apartment. There's a scene in the show where it's him and three hookers. Well, I'm sure because he's he finds the dad's. I keep snacking this thing. He finds the dad's gun and he's shooting it. Oh, I got a great idea. He goes and gets a slip and slide. He sits on the end of the slip and slide and fires the gun and it shoots him <laughs> backwards. And then he, I think he falls on the slip and slide when he tries to get back on it, drops the gun, it shoots through the window and shoots the TV. And then when they, when the dad comes home, it's like, what the fuck happened? And he's like, oh, well, um, I accidentally shot the TV. And he's like, shot the TV? And he's like, yeah. And I felt real bad about it. But then... I realized, like, it's an accident. Accidents happen every day. What are you beating yourself up about it for? And I called these three ladies over, and I feel a lot better about myself. <laughs> and I forget, again, because the names in the movie were hysterical, their names are also hysterical. The, oh, what the fuck is the last, oh, the last hooker's name is Beef Stroganoff. <laughs> it's so stupid. Well, that's the one where he just, like, rattles off Ted, the movie. Yeah. Where he's just like, yeah, their names Tammy, were, blah, 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 their blah, names blah, blah, were also, they're no, to remember, they're trying to remember someone's name. Yeah, but the hookers are also are very weird names. The scene where it's the four hookers and he introduces them to Mark Wahlberg and Mila Kunis, their four names are very strange. I don't remember. I think it's like, I think it's the same formula of like, they're all kind of weird and then one is super weird. And this <laughs> is like two strange, but that would I could say that for a hooker kind of names and then beef stroganoff <laughs> and the whole episode is he shoots the TV and then the cousin's like this is why he needs to be in school because they're trying to get him like she's saying that everyone in the house is super racist and super stupid because they're not educated like they're very ignorant because they're literally not educated 
So then she's trying to convince them to send him to school. And then she says something about him going to school, and he's just like, shut up, beef. That's the end of the episode. That's the commercial break. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I find it very enjoyable. Um, and the last... Oh, no, I have two other things on my notes. This is going to be a very notes-heavy episode. We probably won't talk about anything else. I was going to say. Um... Which I did. I wrote that and thought that. I had something in case, but we've vamped enough, which I kind of assumed we would. Um, the last two things are... I have seen... I forget what this one was about. and I thought this was very funny to me in a Facebook comment section. I forget what the article was even about. And someone commented... Oh, there's this whole thing. So tonight's SNL, as of this recording, is... I forget how you pronounce her name. It's like Ayo Edabiri or something like that. She's from The Bear. Very funny. She's hosting. J-Lo is the musical guest. Oh. Well, in 2020, Ayo did a podcast, and it's resurfaced now, because of course it has, where she talks about the fact that J-Lo isn't a talented singer. Because on most of her tracks, she's not singing. Is it someone else? I or? think it's like her background vocals. Like, I think it's... I don't think it's like someone else. Like a stand-in. I think J-Lo is on it, but I think it's more... Oh, they they Because apparently, apparently there is, like, evidence of them, like, she couldn't make it to the studio that day. So there's a lot of weird shit oh. that I knew nothing about no. until this. And then some woman commented about, like, that people people in this comment section saying that she's not wrong, should really do their research, blah, blah, blah. And some guy commented and said, like, well, can you show me, like, your research? Like, what's your yeah. proof? And then it made me laugh because this response happens a lot. And especially nowadays when everything is so politicized. And everything is so, like, what's an opinion and what's a fact is very blurred on uh, social media. Yeah. She then fires back with, like, I'm not going to do your research for you. I'm not asking you to do mine. I'm, I'm asking to see yours. And it's like, so basically, nothing you're saying is factual. It's just your opinion. Well, or And like, you don't have any evidence to back it up. If you do... If you found something that supports your, like, okay, you feel like she's not talented or she is talented, and you found things like articles or whatever that prove that, why are you not sharing it? Yeah. Like, why would... Well, like, the whole thing was about, like, like I said, she she couldn't make it to the studio that day or this or that other thing, whatever excuses there were. And everyone else is just commenting, like, well, she's not wrong. And then this one woman commented, like... You are wrong. She is wrong. And that was just baseless rumors. And something about, like, Ashanti came to her defense? I don't fucking know. There's a whole bunch of weird shit that I have never known about until that article. Why? Because Ashanti also had a single with Ja Rule? But, like, there was all that shit. And then someone replied to her comment and said, like, well, where's your evidence? Yeah. Right, like, way To which here. you fire back with, like, I'm not going to do your job for like, you. Like, here's a like, whole Like, you have a computer, you have a phone, do your own research. And it's like, no. 
That's not how this works. Right. Like, you came... We're all in agreement on... Like, not that everything on the internet is a legal battle, but it's a weird thing to me of, like... Because it happens so much now because everything is so politicized that, like, you put your opinion into the world, but you are putting it out there like, this is a fact. And then when someone's like, what well, do you have any evidence to back that up? The immediate response is like, look it up for yourself. I'm not going to fucking do your job for you. You lazy piece of shit. Now, like, It'd be like the same thing if you're in court. And you're like, there's no way my client could have murdered this man. What evidence do you have for that? I'm not going to fucking tell you that. Do it, look it up yourself. Like, yeah. It's just so weird. Like, It's just, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, if, if we're having an argument... And, also, and, like, I know that I have proof. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just lead with the proof? It also just shows, I mean, like, it's because she doesn't have any. It just shows that you're full of shit. It's your opinion that you're saying is a fact. But then when someone backs you, when someone, like, questions you on that, of, like, well, or where's even, your evidence that this is a fact? You're like, fuck you. Even if it's just, like... Because I've had that happen where people have said to me, like, well, where's your evidence for this? Oh, was that whole Star Wars conversation about how... George Lucas changed so much of the old movies so that his wife doesn't get money from them. And they're technically considered, like, new movies. And that's why you can't find the old versions. I had tons of people like, where's your evidence to support that? I fucking went and found articles and cut and pasted quotes and shit like that. And, like, here you go. Here's your fucking evidence. I wasn't like, fuck you, figure it out for yourself. Right. And sometimes that is warranted if, like... If I'm stating just like a... If there's very common knowledge shit, I will give that to you. Yeah, Or if it's something that's been like heavily publicized Mm -hmm. very recently that you're commenting about. Like it's all in the headlines. I'll give that to you. Not like niche shit like what I was posting. Not niche shit like she's posting, which I mean this whole post was niche shit. I've never once heard the accusation that J-Lo is not a talented singer because she doesn't actually sing on her albums. Like, I mean, I I've never heard that. I don't think she's necessarily talented. Well, I don't the I don't think the claim is that she's not talented. I think This the, is not her. No, I think the claim is she's not as talented as she makes herself out to be. Because she's not doing all the work that she's telling you she's doing. I feel doing. like I heard one time that it's not her. So, like, when you hear I don't know. She's her got all that, singing, it's someone else. She's got that weird fucking movie coming out now, so who knows. Um, but I don't... I mean... I have no idea. I Her music was, like, catchy. I'll look into it, maybe, when we're done recording. Because I've, I've literally never heard of I any of like this. I feel like I did see that, but... I think at the time I thought like, oh, this is just like one of those weird like TikTok. I'm just making up rumors to like hit the buzzwords to get my videos seen or whatever. Um, was that this year? My last bit of. thing my last note here is we did not so i'm only bringing it up because we did talk on the show about the emmy awards we did pick who we thought was going to win and who we thought was going to lose we threw it away because when we picked it it was going to happen like very soon after we did that episode whenever that was yeah and then the writer strike happened and the actor strike happened 
and they pushed the show off. Well, the show finally just happened two weeks ago. A week yeah. ago. Yeah. No, probably two or three weeks ago. And it was on Fox. And why would Fox stream their shit anywhere? So we we couldn't watch it because we have streaming and we don't have any of the, like, YouTube with, with live TV. TV. Yeah. Hulu with live TV. We don't have any of that. Um, and, you know, CBS puts their shit on Paramount Plus at the same time or the next day. Disney puts their shit up, Hulu or Disney Plus or whatever. I'm sure the Emmys were on Fox the next day, but, like, just stream it somewhere live. It's 2024. No one's watching your fucking thing on cable. Yeah, it is weird. And then you complain about how low your ratings are. Of course they were. Because no one's watching fucking cable TV anymore. Right, because no one has cable. Also, um, it's on Fox. Yeah, doesn't know. Um, but the, the ratings were low because of the Fox. But I will just blow through here, like, the big winners. Um, so, best drama series was Succession. If you'd like to know any of the... Other the nominees, you can let me know. I don't care. Um, comedy series was the. I don't know that there's anything I've seen. Comedy series was the bear. Ted Lasso and only merged in the building. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, but these are all seasons you haven't watched. Um, lead actress in a drama was Sarah Snook for Succession. Lead actor in a drama was Kieran Culkin for Succession. I'm glad that show's over because I'm sick of hearing about it. Um, the limited or anthology series was Beef. So your nominees there were Beef, that fucking Jeffrey Dahmer thing. With, um, oh, what the fuck is his name? Evan Peters. Yeah, that uh, no one could get through. Yeah, the people were like, this is too much. I kind of want to watch it, but I'm too, I don't think I could handle it. I think Ryan Murphy's a piece of shit, so. Because he's, I feel like during the writer's strike or something, he said some things that people were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And also his shows are garbage. You did Glee, dog shit. You did... Isn't American Horror Story his? American Horror Story. The first season was good, and then you just ran that show into the fucking ground. Like, it was, like, started on top, and then it was kind of just, like, it was good. But then it's just like, why the fuck are we still doing this? Like, holy shit. You did The People vs. O.J. Simpson. Fantastic. Then you did The Assassination of Johnny Versace. Dog shit. It was super confusing. Like, you did this dumb, weird, like... We're going to start with the assassination, then go all the fucking way back no, here. It was like back and forth and back and forth. Yeah, it was, it was very really hard to follow. It was very hard to follow. Yeah. Then he did that show on Netflix, The um, the Watcher? Is that what it was called? That one in New Jersey? Yeah. That was also stupid. I watched that whole series, and I'm like, why the fuck did I watch this? Well, I, I watched it for Margot Martindale. And I Bobby could have told you how it was going to end because it's based on a true story. Well, not even the fact that it ended on the whole, like, we don't really know who did this. Like, that does piss me off, but, like, that wasn't the worst part of it. It just wasn't a good show. It was very Ryan Murphy of, like, it had the same fucking beat points that all his shows have. Um, Ali Wong won for Beef. Stephen Yun won for Beef. Elton John won for Variety Special. Oh, that's what got him as he got. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, what for, what's it? What was his variety? His concert? The live from Dodger Stadium. Oh, it's okay. considered a variety. Special. Oh, because they had. Did they have like some clips in there? I don't or think is this so. Just a straight up concert. I think it was just a straight up concert. Oh, okay. Well, your other so your other nominees were Chris Rock, his stand up special, the Oscars, the seventy fifth annual Tony Awards, or Rihanna's halftime show. What the fuck? <laughs> Since when is the Super Bowl halftime show Emmy worthy? 
<laughs> what? It doesn't make any sense. Really reaching for... Um, Did the Oscars really think they were going to get an Emmy? They get nominated every year. I'm pretty sure. That's gross. It is very gross. I think that's just like one award. Sh- I mean, the Tony Awards were also nominated. What's oh, so weird to me? Gross. What's so weird to me about these nominations are it's Elton John's concert, Rihanna's halftime show, the Oscars, the Tony Awards, and then Chris Rock's stand-up special. Like, what? Weird. If you're gonna go that route, just do what the Golden Globes did and just make an award for stand-up comedy and just nominate a bunch of stand-up comedy specials. Yeah. Because there's fucking tons of them now. Yeah, that's weird. Um. Succession one for directing in a drama series. Succession one for writing in a drama series. Actor in a limited series. Oh, Blackbird. Never heard of it. Yes, you did. It's a Taron Edgerton show that you oh. haven't watched, but it's the guy from. That coupon movie and the Oklahoma, no, Oklahoma, the Atlanta bombing movie, the heavyset guy, Paul Walter Hauser. That Clint Eastwood Atlanta Olympics bombing movie oh, yeah. that I fell asleep because like, it was so fucking Unabomber? boring. It's the Unabomber. Oh, God, that movie was so No, it's not. That was Oklahoma City, wasn't it? Yeah, because they think he did it. But it's, no, he's, oh. they're in Atlanta. Oh, it was the Olympic bombing, and they yeah, think he did he's it. he's the Atlanta bombing in Olympics, and he was a security guard or whatever. Yeah. God, it was fucking awful. How would you know? Yeah, I wouldn't know, because it was so fucking boring, I nice. fell asleep. It oh, was, it was so dull. Was that good. movie is one of those movies where it's like, Jesus Christ, something happened. It was It good. is all dialogue and not in a good way. I liked it. Christ, Clint Eastwood is not a good movie director. Just my opinion. He's not a good guy. He's but... not a good person by any means. But, um, yeah, it was just, and then Variety Talk Series, The Daily Show. Wow, it wasn't, oh, they weren't nominated, that's why. Oh, there it is. Writing for a Variety Series, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. I'm like, they usually win. They weren't nominated, but they weren't nominated for Variety Talk Series. I guess because they're not a talk show. RuPaul's Drag Race. Um... Every comedy award went to the bear. Niecy Nash did win for supporting actress in Dahmer, which people, of all the things that were talked about on that show, if it wasn't negative, the positives was like, holy shit, no, Niecy I, Nash like blew this I fucking roll out of the water. I didn't hear a lot of negative. I heard a ton of negative. I heard a lot of people say... I heard a ton of it's too gross. I heard a ton of like... It, I heard it was too intense. I heard too intense, too gross. I heard a ton of like... You made a show like this, and you didn't ask a single person that is still alive that was involved in any of this for anything about this show. Oh, that's not great. Yeah, because like, I mean, cause like I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm pretty sure like the woman. Well, there are people who were victims of his that are still alive that were talked about on the show. He was a serial killer. I'm pretty sure only one survived. No, well, you weren't like. There were people that he took back to his apartment that got away from him. I think I don't. I don't think a lot. Yeah. And he wasn't a very good serial killer. No one said he was. I mean, he was. <laughs> but yeah, because I'm pretty sure even the character Nisi Nash plays, who's like the neighbor. Well, he had a wife. Yeah, but I don't. 
I haven't heard anything about her. I'm pretty sure, like, the character Nisi Nash plays, I'm pretty sure she came forward and said, like, I was never approached for anything involving this show. It was very much the same thing that was weird for... So what's weird is he made Dahmer, and everyone, like, all these people came out of the woodwork, like, not once... Wait, and was I... <coughs> was I, I approached? confused with some... Probably. You're getting Dahmer confused with somebody else? Yeah. Well, there's Dahmer, there's Bundy, there's John Wayne Gacy, there's... Oh, Ted Bundy. BTK. Ted Bundy had a wife. Yes. Dahmer did not. No, he was gay. Maybe, maybe he was not. Gay. He was gay. But he... Um, when either, he went to jail... When he, he was went, either gay or very confused. When he <laughs> went to jail, he was interviewed, and he kept... Like, he spun the whole story of porn maybe do it. Yes. Um, yeah, Ted, it's Ted Bundy. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know that I could. So yeah, there was tons of people on the show, or that were like, there's people on the show based on real people. Right. And those real people came forward, like, not once were we ever asked for any sort of, like, comment, statement, Did Dumber- corroborating things, like Dumber- nothing. But what's weird is, he does that for Dahmer. Well, then he's also the guy who did American Crime Story, um, the fucking impeachment with Monica Lewinsky. And Monica Lewinsky came forward like, I was immediately asked and Ryan Murphy did the whole song and dance of like, I won't make this show if you're not involved. Yeah. So it's a weird thing of like, well, why did you do it for one thing and not the other thing? Right, like, did you think because he's a serial killer, like, no one, you don't have to look into, like, we are, everyone's already, like, agreed that Dahmer was a piece of shit. Yeah. So I don't need the input of anyone, but it's like, well, no, you still need the input for those people portraying the, like, how they're being portrayed. They probably don't have a problem with how you're portraying Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, I do think we also need to knock it off. Yeah, it, we can. Cool we it. didn't. We didn't. As good as that Ted Bundy movie was, with Zac Efron, we didn't need it. We didn't need a mini series about Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, we don't need all this shit about your thing is flashing, and I don't know why. The battery's probably dying. No, it's not. I think it's just my... no. It's flashing. Every now and there oh. it goes. Yep. Oh. Whatever. We're gonna be ending soon anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um. If I got to I'll just pull the audio from the podcast and put it on the video. But my biggest gripe, because a lot of people talked about, like, the fact that Better Call Saul got absolutely fucked at the Emmys. Because they were, they actually made the record of being nominated, like, 37 times or whatever. Never. And not winning a single award. Which is horseshit. Because that show was fantastic. Well, they were too busy giving everything to Succession. Well, that is my gripe with the Emmys. I mean, they all, well, the Golden Globes doesn't really do it. Like, a lot of the award shows don't do it as hard as the Emmys The does. Emmys have the downside of, so, shows run for Well, here's my seasons. other gripe, though. So, like, you get through, so, yeah, literally every drama award went to succession. Writing, directing, acting. They all went to succession. Um, comedy, the majority of them went to The Bear. Which is shocking, because that's their first season. 
I mean, it is fantastic. I'm very shocked that Alex Borstein did not win for Maisel because that was their last season. Or that she Juno hasn't Temple won in a didn't years, win. Though. She won like. Or that Juno Temple or Hannah Waddingham didn't win because that was their last season. Oh. Um. So it's a weird thing of like, because that normally that's normally the Emmy's mo is mm-hmm. like, oh, we're gonna send you out on a high note. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess not for those shows. They're old news, I guess. Um, Quinta Brunson won for lead actress in a comedy, but because there was no one nominated from The Bear. <laughs> but again, Rachel Brosnahan did not win for Maisel. But, but then like you come to supporting actress in a drama series. This is the weird one. Because the winner was Jennifer Coolidge for The White Lotus, season two. Oh. But here's my complaint about how the Emmys do their absolute fucking bullshit nominations. Jennifer Coolidge for The White Lotus. Elizabeth Debicki for The Crown. I don't know if that's how you pronounce her last name or not, but it's the girl who plays... Um, Queen Elizabeth? Queen, no. Um, Princess Diana. Princess Diana. Megan Faye. I don't know how to pronounce that last name. The White Lotus. Sabrina Impositori. The White Lotus. Aubrey yeah. Plaza. The White Lotus. Rhea Seahorn. Better Call Saul. She should have won. I haven't seen the second season of White Lotus, but she should have won. J. Cameron Smith. Succession. Simona Tabasco. The White Lotus. One, two, three, yeah. four, five people from the same show nominated in this category didn't that happen with succession it happens all the time yeah supporting actor in a drama series matthew mcfadden won for succession but like all the other men were also oh, this is this is worse this is worse so winner matthew mcfadden succession your other nominations f murray abraham the white lotus nicholas braun succession Michael Imperioli, The White Lotus. Theo James, The White Lotus. Alan Ruck, Succession. Yes. Will Sharp, The White Lotus. Alexander Skarsgård, Succession. So were there any other shows? So you had an entire supporting actor in a drama series category, and you gave every nomination to two shows. Yeah. Meanwhile, Better Call Saul had tons of supporting actors that you could have nominated. Tons of other dramatic shows had tons of supporting actors yeah. that you could have nominated. Like, it's just horse shit. And it makes me laugh. It frustrates the hell out of me. It's why I don't really watch the Emmys. Because along with giving the same awards, like, I'm pretty sure Succession has won every year it's been on TV. So it's like, now you're just giving up. It's going to be Succession until they're done. Like, did you just all agree that? I don't know who's going to be next. Well, that's what I said about Better Call Saul breaking that record and making that record. Is that, like, you had the unfortunate business of being on television the exact same time that Succession was on television. But, like... It's not you, your fault. You can't tell me that there wasn't a season of of another show that was better than Succession. Yeah, the final, the final season of Better Call Saul was better than the final season of Succession. I liked Succession. I thought it was a very good show. Right, I don't think the final the season was as good as everybody made it out to be. Just my opinion. But it's the same thing with the Oscars. Because there's been all this talk of um, Margot Robbie. Oh, fuck. What's her name? The director of Barbie. Oh. Um, why am I fucking blanking on her name? <laughs> it's a. It's not a funny name, but it's like an old-timey name. <sighs> Gerwig. Greta Gerwig. There it is. Um, they were not nominated. So she was not nominated for Best Director. 
and Margot Robbie was not nominated for lead actress, and people lost their shit. Yeah, Ryan Gosling was nominated. Well, Ryan Gosling was nominated for Best Actor. Um, America Ferrera was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Which find? And now, well, what's so funny to me because we came out of the gate hot with like, this is horseshit. Why were they not nominated? Now we're spinning into this narrative of like, well, to say that they were snubbed is insulting to America Ferrera. And it's this very what? white white woman feminism. To say that, like, well, these two should have been nominated. And it's like, but you're missing the point of, like, no one is saying America Ferreira shouldn't, shouldn't have been be. nominated. She was nominated in her the category that... Well, like, people tried to jump up Robert Downey Jr.'s ass because he said, like, America Ferreira deserved your, your thing's dead. America Ferreira deserved her nomination. But Margot Robbie also deserved her nomination. Because while her speech in Barbie is the crux of that movie, the reaction shots of Margot Robbie are what you're watching. Like, he by no means said that, like, she wasn't deserving of it. That right. America Ferreira didn't deserve what she's getting. Right. But he flat out said, like, Margot Robbie deserves more credit than what she's getting. Well, and I I also saw, like, is um, I'm Just Ken nominated for Best Original Song or whatever? Yes. Because I don't remember who... Mine's also dead. Who has the... <laughs> there's another original song written by someone else for that movie. Billie Eilish. Yeah. What was I made for? Which will win. It, but they're like, if I'm just Ken wins and not Billie Eilish, all of us did not get the point of that movie. When everyone's no, the Oscars didn't get the point of that movie. Right. right. Well, that's what people said. People immediately said, like, the fact that Ryan Gosling was nominated and Margot Robbie wasn't means you didn't understand the point of the movie Barbie. Right. Or it's just proving. Also, that- Ryan Gosling came out and said, like, this is bullshit. Like... Yeah. Like, and it's not on. to say that, like, he shouldn't be nominated. <laughs> no. That's not, because, like, he, it's not like he was nominated in Best Leading Actress. Like, that, that's yeah. not the situation. But it's just, like, how are you, the Oscars, going to recognize his performance while ignoring... Well, and people are saying, too, like, the whole new argument of, like, this white feminism of, like, they should have been nominated in this and that and the other thing. People are saying the truth of, like, not one person is saying that these people shouldn't have been nominated. Right. Because immediately it gets brought up that America Ferrera is nominated and the Native American girl from Killers of the Flower Moon is nominated. So immediately the argument is like, well, they be- them being snubbed, you're saying that they didn't deserve it. And it's like, no. no, not one person is saying that. Because also you have like, what, 10 movies nominated for Best Picture? Yeah. You can add some more fucking nominations to the other categories. And what pissed me off more, not pissed me off, but like, because as much as I love Whoopi Goldberg, there's a lot of times where she puts her foot in her mouth. And she made some comment of, like, Barbie and Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig were not snubbed. It's just that some people don't like the movies that you like as much as you liked them, whatever her logic was. And I'm like, sure. But realistically, it's more the fact of, so like, I don't know how you pick your nominations, but... Every year, The Hollywood Reporter or Variety or whoever puts out, like, those anonymous interviews with people from the Academy. And it's always like, oh, there's ten movies I made for Best Picture. I've seen two of them. Yeah. And it's like, so then what the fuck is the point of you being on the Academy board yeah, you of should voters? You be required to see all of them. Like, if you're voting for those awards, it's the same thing with the Emmys. It's always like, oh, I didn't watch all this. 
Then what the fuck is the we point of your watch job? Watch the whole season, but like at least like watch some of it. Like, and it's I think it's worse with the Oscars because they're not asking you to watch an entire season of a show. Granted, no, there are a lot of movies even, you have to watch, but the other thing but is barely. But the other thing is you're not nominating. Like it's not a broad nomination. Most of the time, it's just for shits and giggles. Just for example, most of the time, it's Barbie is nominated for Best Picture. Margot Robbie is nominated for Lead Actress for Barbie. Ryan Gosling is nominated yeah, for Lead like, Actor there, for Barbie. A lot of overlap. Greta Gerwig is nominated for Best Director for Barbie. America Ferrera is Best Supporting Actress for Barbie. Yeah. Like a lot of the times, whatever you have nominated for Best Picture, it's all the same shit in every other category. Well, and like, There's a few like outliers here and there, but it's rare that the Oscars really do that. Well, and like, I think they have like some categories where like those movies are not going to be nominated. I will also never picture. understand how someone can win Best Director, but then that movie doesn't win Best Picture. Or I've seen different Oscar ceremonies where whatever wins Best Picture will have won like the entire night. But then it doesn't win Best Director. And it's a weird thing of like, how did you win every well, other your, award? Your whole cast wins, but then you don't win Best Picture. Yeah, there's a lot of like, weird shit like what? that. Yeah, I think that was... No, Green Book did win. Green Book won, yeah. Well, won Best Picture, and I'm pretty sure Viggo Mortensen won Best Actor. I don't know if Mahershala Ali won or not. So is Barbie nominated for Best Picture? Barbie is nominated for Best Picture... So then, America like, Ferreira is nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Ryan Gosling is nominated so for... So then Whoopi Goldberg's point is even less invalid because the Oscars are already admitting that this is a good movie. So that, but you, you're is not... Is it nominated for Best Picture? You're not willing to admit that... So this movie's only good because of its supporting actors? Um, that doesn't make any sense. Where's your Best Picture? Select a category. I just want best. There it is. Best picture. American fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, and The Zone of Interest. Right. So you've got Barbie nominated here. So then they, it absolutely is. That's what you would consider a snub. I mean, we could have done picks for this. Mm-hmm. I would guess it's either going to be Oppenheimer. It's going to be Oppenheimer. Or Killers of the Flower Moon. It's going to be Oppenheimer. It's going to be one of those two, if I had to guess. And probably neither one of them are deserving of it. I mean, I haven't seen either it's one of them. It's a war movie that's going to win. Not necessarily. But, yeah. One of, the, one of the big talk is Bradley Cooper. Because he's nominated for Maestro. At all these award shows, and he's losing to oh Oppenheimer, um, Cillian Murphy, and the big joke is that Bradley Cooper like for so for one scene in Maestro, I forget how long it is. It's him conducting. It's not even I don't think ten. It's not even five minutes. I don't think he trained for six years. But he also didn't he like. He wrote it. Well, I don't know if he wrote it, but he directed. Like this is a project. Yeah, of his. yeah. So, um, and he hasn't won. And the big but joke. Like, the big joke is that Cillian Murphy got the role for Oppenheimer six months before they started shooting. 
So it's this thing of like, so Bradley Cooper worked his ass off to prepare for this role with an amazing movie, and then Cillian Murphy just throws some shit together in six months, and then you're just it's, giving him every award. But it's one of those things where like... But what's weird your, is... Your preparation and what you did in order to fulfill that role doesn't matter. So what's different, though, is because the Golden Globes gave it to Cillian Murphy. But the Golden Globes also breaks it down between, like, comedy and drama. The the Oscars does not. Because Paul Giamatti won for lead actor in a comedy, I think, at the Golden Globes. He's nominated for just lead actor oh. in The Holdovers, which I still want to see. I also want to see American Fiction. That's nominated a lot, too. Yeah, Ryan Gosling's nominated for actor in a supporting role. Yeah, your actress in a leading role. It's Annette Benning for Nyad, which I have never heard of. Killers of the Flo- the Lily Gladstone from Killers of the Flower Moon. Sandra Hewler for Anatomy of a Fall. Carrie Mulligan for Maestro and Emma Stone for Poor Things. Hmm. I haven't seen a single one of those movies. I saw Maestro and it was very good. <sighs> And That's then, why I never make picks. Like, most of the time, these are not movies I've seen. And then actress in a supporting role, Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer, Danielle Brooks for The Color Purple, America Ferreira for Barbie, Jodie Foster for Nyad, and Divine Joy Randolph for The Holdovers. But, like... There's not really anything else. Elemental's nominated for Best Animated Feature. Oh. It probably won't win, but... Elemental's nominated, and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is nominated. The rest of them I've never heard of. <laughs> Directing, Anatomy of a Fall, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, and The Zone of Interest. What's so funny to me is every category is one, two, three, four, five nominations. I think that's how it all you used don't, to be. You don't go out of the five nominations for any other category. Except for Best Picture. And then Best Picture used to be like five. Maybe you had six. Now all of a sudden it's ten fucking movies. Yeah, you couldn't narrow that down anymore. Well, it's a weird thing of like, how are you only nominating five in every other category? But then somehow the Best Picture gets expanded to double that. Right, so you have, do you have a lot of movies in the Best Picture that like don't have any other nominations? Yeah, it's a weird, which then raises that question of like, if you're nominating the shit right. for every other category... It makes sense it's nominated for Best Picture. But then how do you have nominated for Best Picture and it's yeah. like not nominated for anything else? Maybe Best Director, but then it's like, how does that fucking work? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. It's weird. It's the same shit, though, with, like, um... I forget what movie I was just thinking of. I don't know. I brain farted on it. But, yeah. I mean, it'll make me laugh if Martin's because he doesn't want anything. Usually, I don't think he does. Probably not. That's why he runs his mouth. I don't know what his record is. No, he doesn't run his mouth about the Academy Awards. He runs his mouth about Marvel not being cinema. How it's their theme park movies. Um, Which is a weird thing of like... The guy who directed The Kingsman and now directed Argyle. I saw an interview with him promoting the movie and it was like oh he talks about Argyle and the Kingsman and like it's listing off what he talks about in the interview and then one of them is like the downfall of Marvel and I'm like why is this relevant he has won for he won best director for The Departed 
Oh, The that's, Departed. That's not the movie I would have thought he won for. The Irishman was nominated. The Wolf of Wall Street was nominated. He's Hugo, been nominated a lot. Hugo, The Aviator, Gangs of New York, The Age of Innocence, Goodfellas, The Last Temptation of Christ, and Raging Bull have all been nominated. Yeah, he's been nominated a lot, but he doesn't win. Just once. Oh, well. Well, I don't know when they're happening. I forget, but we'll give you some sort of recap when they do. Let you know if anything's shocking. In February. Let you know if anything shocking happens. I'm sure it won't, but... If there's oh, another, it's March 10th. If there's another Chris Rock incident or something like that. I hope not. I don't think there will be, because that, that was... Was that last year? Wait, what? Oh. Or was that two yeah. years ago? It was last year. God, it does not feel like it was last year. <laughs> it feels like it was forever ago. It was last year. That's crazy. It does not feel like it was last year. Because she's done so much shit in between there that it feels like it was forever ago. Because it also feels like forever ago that her book came out and she was just running her mouth. Um, but yeah, so we'll talk about it when it gets there. March 10th. March 10th. So look forward to that sometime in March. <laughs> um, I think that's everything I had on here. We talked about the Mormons. We talked about Ted. Yeah. That's it. Very notes-heavy episode, but sometimes... It's It'd be, it'd be like that sometimes. Sometimes it do. It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> um, time to see if it's busting or not. It's not. It is. <laughs> Our shows are always busting. We are never chuggy. Um, chuggy, not chuggy. <laughs> I didn't say chuggy. I said chuggy <laughs> with a G. Chuggy. I don't know what that means. So. It means out of date. Yeah. Not cool anymore. Cringy. Oh, well, then we are permanently chuggy. I was incorrect <laughs> on that definition. Yeah. Um... Chuggy is cringe. They, on Smosh today, they said, like, I think if someone told, I think someone, I forget if it was Shane or someone said, like, I think if someone told me I was cringe, it would be, like, one of the biggest insults I would ever have happened to me. Like, you could tell me I'm, like, awkward or I'm this or I'm that, but if you told me I was cringe, like, it, I think it would be devastating. He's 100% cringe. And I'm like, I don't, that's too new for me to give a shit. Like, if you told me, if some young person but like, <laughs> told me that, I'd be like, okay. But, like, of course I am. Yeah. Of, of course I am to you. Right, right. Like, of course you think I am. What's so funny to me of, like, because I'm watching After Midnight now, and they're, they've they done a thing of, like, is this, I think the game is called, like, Gen Z or gibberish. And it's giving you a sentence using either Gen Z slang yeah. or just nonsense shit made up by the writers. And you have to guess whether it's actual Gen Z slang or it's just nonsense. And it's weird to me of, like, I never thought words that, like, because I feel like cool was something we did a lot. Awesome was very heavy word for millennials. Like, I feel like we had words that were big in millennial culture. But they were, like, words. Rad. Like, stuff like that. that. The 80s. We did not. We it it kind of carried over to... Millennials. <laughs> I did not. Bitchin' really carried over to millennials. Bitchin', wicked. Um, from Boston? Yeah. No, you. we all know <laughs> the word that millennials used a lot that we don't use anymore. Yeah, it was gay. Yeah. But not or like... the other one. The other one? The R word. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. But it was like... We did have a very... Was... We did have a very unfortunate time of using the word retard. Like, and because it, it was used as slang, 
It's so weird to me and when like, you see it in movies now and shit, too. And that really blows my mind. I mean, it doesn't blow well, my like, mind, but, like... It's one of those things where, like, when you hear someone say it now, you're like... It's, <gasps> it's jarring. You don't say that. I mean, it's I don't... Like, have, I almost think that saying someone is retarded is worse than calling someone a cunt. I don't have that reaction to it, but... It, like... It's jarring. It's it's just, like, you do... We don't say that anymore. Well, you do it on your mom's house all the time. But they do it ironically. Because they know you're, they know, but like sometimes you see, like someone will say it. And you're well, like, no, it's, ah! well, no, because it's Christina doing it. Stop, stop it! It's just stop Christina's it. doing it, and Christina does it with the mindset of like, why can't we say this? But well, yeah, she, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's one of those things of like, because where there was a movie I just watched where they used the word gay a lot, and I'm like. It's just, it's not that it, it's, I think the word is jarring. Because it's just weird to think of, like, wow. I don't really think about the fact that we don't do that anymore. I was like, we used to say that. A lot. Yeah. Well, everything used to be gay. Yeah. That's just, that's just it's what so you gay. did in the 90s. And then, like. Even in, like, the early 2000s, I feel like. Well, and it was either. And then all of a sudden, we all just realized, like, that's not. Well, it was the whole thing of, like, for something being stupid. It was just like, that's so gay. But then, like, it was also very, like, what are you, gay? Like, it was very, yeah. like, the 90s were very pointed of, like... It was, like, an... 90s was a weird subliminal, like, being gay is not okay. And we're now in the era of, like... Who cares? It's a very divided line. Well, you either have people that are, like, who gives a shit? Yeah, Live your yeah. life, whatever. And then you have the other... The opposition is very much being but gay is not no okay. But I feel like the 90s were the subliminal, like... The bullies at school were like, what are you, gay? Which it was very, like, it's not okay for you to be this way. Well, and I think, too, I just want to know, like, how... Which, speaking of... Where did that start? 1993, and I think episode one or two of Ted, his bully says, like, what are you, gay? And Ted's like, is that really an insult? Like, it's 1993. We're a bit more progressive than that. And then he says, like, something about, like, who here is gay? And they're like, the camera pans. There's, like, a whole group of people that just raise their hand. (laughs) And Ted's like... I forget what he says. Like, how is it? And the guy's like, it's great. And he's like, see? I don't see what the problem is here. <laughs> like, it is a very funny joke. But That's the difference, though, between, like, Gen Z slang and millennial slang. But so like, I just, are, I just like, wondered, words. but I just wondered, like, was it the same thing of, like, because you don't think, when you're in the heat of slang like that, you don't think, at least we didn't, you don't think, like, oh, other people don't know what this means. Our parents don't know what this means. But that I did wonder, like, as a 30-year-old man, when we started using millennial slang, were our parents like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know. I don't know, because, but I think... IDK, my BFF, Jill. Well, that was weird shit that, like, I never talked like that. You never said you're BFF? No. I never talked in, like, text slang. But, like... Also, like LOL. you've heard me on this show throughout the history of our 110 episodes. Do you think I ever had a BFF to use the acronym of BFF? Like, that's the stuff that, like, our, for our generation, it was the text slang that our parents were like, I don't know what that means. Because, like, the words we were using were real words. But I never talked like that. Maybe it was just me. I don't know. Gen Z... It just seems like every it it just seems like every generation after us started to just make shit up. 
It started with kind of the end of millennials. Yeah, because we started abbreviating everything. Into whatever's after us, which I think that was part of the text lingo and text slang. And was, everything was abbreviated. Everything became an abbreviation. That's my point. Everything became an abbreviation. Yeah, like chicken nuggs. Well, chicken nuggies. It's not nugs. Who the fuck nuggies. says nugs? It's chicken nuggies. I don't have enough money for chicken nuggets. Um, but, like, you did that. Well, nuggies isn't really an abbreviation. It's just a weird thing. But, like, there were words that started to get shorter. Because it's, oh, it's too much time to say this full well, it's word. it's too much time to type. Um, but then, like, but Then Gen Z comes in, like, oh, that's sus. Well, see, that's, that's not a good example. Sus is not a good murked. example. Sus is not a good example, because sus is clearly just short for suspect. And isn't murked one of them? Murked is yes. But that's, that's video game slang. That's, like, Fortnite shit. Oh. I think that's even like Call of Duty shit. Like that's video game slang. Oh. That's not Gen Z slang. Oh. Merked is also. I feel like that was millennial Call of Duty video. That's not Gen Z. Oh, I didn't hear about it until recently. Yeah, I've heard about it before, but Sus is a bad example. I think your examples are like Chuggy. Chuggy is definitely one, but even I don't know because that's Bussin. not. Bustin is definitely one. I was going to say Riz, but Riz is just like the shortened version of Charisma. That's all it is. I mean, which is not really short. I guess if you take the middle of it, but... Because Sus is the beginning of Suspect. That makes more sense of like, we shortened this. Whereas like Charisma, you took the middle of it and made it the abbreviation. I don't know. But I just, I think that when I see some of the shit and I'm just like, I don't... I don't know what that means. Well, and apparently now you talked about the R word versus the C word. Apparently the younger generation, I don't know if it's the younger generation. Oh, or they, they say all the The time. gay crowd is taking back the term cunt. Why? I don't know. Why Tommy Tommy Bo had a whole show on YouTube that was serving cunt. But it- and that's apparently a thing. Like serving cunt is a thing. That people say. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's younger. I don't know if it's a Gen Z thing or if it's a gay thing. Oh, okay. I have not found that delineation yet. But what? Because people on Smosh say it, but like Courtney is, I forget what her delineation is, but she's on that LGBTQ spectrum somewhere. I forget where, but she's in there, so like it makes sense for her to say it. But then Shane also says it. And he's never come out that he's not just a straight white guy. So I don't know if, like, he's just by association allowed to Why say it on the show. Why are we we should say it? Well, I think, I think I heard someone say it's it's almost a way of, like, <laughs> the, the horrible, like, what was the horrible analogy of how, like, black people took back the N-word? But, it's, like, who's taking that it's back? It's people taking back the C-word. The then it's women. Men can't take that back. You don't have one. You have this isn't for you. Well, that I works think for me. I think it kind of started there, and then it blossomed into it like the gay community. What? What? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just a 30 year old man trying to stay gay relevant. Men, do gay men get called cunts a lot? I have no idea. I mean, I don't really care. I know. Well, from like, from what I've seen, I know gay men use the word bitch a lot. In a very friendly way. Like, I feel like the word bitch, from what from what I've seen yeah, like, on television and in on YouTube, I think the word bitch in the gay community is, like, 
the word cunt in England. Like it's a very like it's, that's right. that's kind of a right. it's a, a crossover. Friendly, it's a friendly insult. But yeah, I do. I because I know when they played Mario Kart the other day. It doesn't get bleeped. No. Oh, uh, yes, it does. Yes. Yeah, it does. It gets bleeped. But they said like, oh, Funky is Funky Kong because ser- Shane asks like, is Funky Kong serving cunt? What does that mean? Let's find out. <laughs> This is going to be our closer. <laughs> it's going to be something so stupid. Um, I can't type. I hate when I go to type something and I hit the space bar by accident or like a period by accident and it fucks my whole sentence up. Um, well, you're on Bing. So this is no, I'm not. I'm on Urban Dictionary. Similar to serving realness, serving cunt takes serving realness to the next level. It's pussy power, bold, to the point, and overall extravagant. Any gender is able to serve cunt. It's a mindset. Why did you have to say pussy power then? Because that leads me to believe it's not for any gender. I don't know. This one says, saying something is amazing or fantastic, used similarly as saying someone or something is sexly, mostly just used for women. What? So. (laughs) Something that MFs named Lily are always doing. (laughs) Phrase used for when you're absolutely slaying the ultimate form of yassification. Ew. Serving cunt is the ability to portray great realness regardless of gender. Yeah. Someone is serving cunt when they are slaying beyond comparison. When they do something undeniably fierce. Yeah. It's all part of the reclamation of the word, which has been somewhat polarized. Yeah, that's what I said. That's literally what I just said to you. Yeah, but... (laughs) I don't know. I'm just telling you the things that I come across on YouTube. Mostly from watching Smosh. Well, I don't like it. I wouldn't know what Bussy was, but Smosh used it for a, a while. It was a big, like, inside joke. I know, joke the, on I know what that is. I know what it is now, but I first heard it on, because, like, someone made a joke about Bussy, and then, like, it was one of their... Did you Google it? No. It was one of their you buzzwords should. that made them laugh, so they, it came up a lot. And it also came up a lot because Ian is older than all of them, and, like, he would then use it, and people were like, stop it. <laughs> Um. So yeah, we'll leave you at that. That was a wild journey. On, I don't even care for that word. This has been the Friends You Can Keep podcast. We're attempting to serve, but we're definitely not. <laughs> if we had to Google what it meant, we're not doing it. I was pretty sure of what it meant. I just wanted specifics, which we really didn't get. <laughs> yeah, we did. It's when you're slaying. Yeah, but, like, why can't you just say that? Because people got tired of it. Slaying came and went. Slay all day came and went. So, but what? I just don't understand. Who's trying to reclaim the word cunt? Everybody, apparently. Why? I don't know. Because you are. Because everybody spent COVID watching British comedy. Because we have. That's also true. And they're like, why can they say it and we can't? Because you had to get to a point. 
like you can't say slaying anymore because the second you got christmas cards that said like slay all day on it, people were like fuck you we're over this like this is not a term for you to use this was a young people thing that you then spelled christmas you made it slay e-i-g-h and put it on christmas cards that like we're so clever <laughs> and then young people were like fuck you you know what you're not gonna put on a greeting card you're really serving cunt <laughs> you could you could but you're not selling that at hallmark you're selling if that if someone sends me a card that says serving <laughs> cunt on it it's getting returned to send i don't even care because like why can't we just leave it why can't we just leave it be the the end all be all of insults in may in may i'm gonna write on your facebook wall like happy birthday hope you hope you're really serving i bet you facebook would take it down they'd have to well maybe not i don't know you'd have to report because like it's not a curse word no it's not a hate speech i guess it kind of is not in the term not in the way i'm using it no but like it's just one of those disgusting words where like it means vagina stop it <laughs> like oh god that's what it means i don't want to hear serving vagina that doesn't that doesn't like doesn't well, fear I, but i think doesn't you're not feel it's not being used in that context is I, my point it's just weird. It's just weird. Know. Like, if you're trying to reclaim that word, then just start calling all your pals cunts. Like, don't... Because, like, serving cunt doesn't make sense to me because it just makes it sound like... I don't know. Well, I think it's the same way of, like, how people took back the word bitch. It's like, bitch used to be very derogatory, and now I don't think it is. I think bitch gets used the same way Brits used the word cunt. Now. Yeah, but it was never like it was. But it was never like a major curse word that like no one could ever say. I think it used to it be because a, you wouldn't because it used to be that you wouldn't go, you could not go to the boundary of calling a woman a cunt. No, but it was very accepted that you could call a woman a bitch. Yeah, but then women were like, "Yeah, I am a bitch. What are you going to do about well, it?" Well, because there was no male equivalent. Like it became really like. There's no... Like, people. Women took that word back. And now I think, again, younger people and gay people, like... But, like, what What do you want with it? Bitch has become more of, like, a term of endearment. Right. It's just so stupid. I don't know. That's all the time we have for this week. Um, follow us on social media. If you're watching this on YouTube, like and subscribe. Um... Let us know your favorite slang. Let us know your favorite millennial slang, your favorite Gen Z slang. Oh, I mean your favorite curse word. Slang that we don't know. Let us know your favorite curse word. Um, yeah, please. Slang we don't know. Please inform us on slang we should be using. Um, yeah, because apparently I'm not supposed to use chuggy, even though I don't think I've ever said that in a sentence. No, we don't use it. You're just the only person who really knows what it means. And then you tell people that, and everyone, even Gen Zers, are probably like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, I think they're the ones that made it up. I think it was around for like 0.5 seconds and it just came it came on your radar just long enough for you to know what it meant. I think <laughs> and it was gone. I think it was also a word that was used like on TikTok and like social media, yeah. but it was never really used in No. Um But thank you for joining us. 
we will see you and talk to you next week. Um, till then, may you continue to serve cunt. And bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. And as always, thank you for being a friend. <laughs>